on today's episode of Titus and Tate, I, I'm not mad, and, mm. and I just wanted to. to Are you I laughing? Wanna, That's I'm what actually the people laughing. Are thinking. Uh, I I don't understand. I don't know why people mm. are in the mentions asking me if I'm upset. That it's mm. this has been a, this has been happening in my life a lot. I got people texting me, Titus, are you mad? And I just want to say, why would I be mad? I'm not mad. No reason to be mad. I'm not mad at no. all. No. no. What what am I mad about? Tate? America watched the Ohio State Buckeyes play on a big stage, mm-hmm. and they fell in love with this team. They said, exactly. wow, a lot of good offense, a lot of players I like. Bill Rathery's calling the game. Kevin Harlan's here. It's a good time. Ralph Aldo Emerson told they me. They just a, ran out of time. Ralph Aldo Emerson told me a long time ago, Tate, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. And mm. the Buckeyes took America on a great journey on Are Sunday. Are you sure that he's and, that's <laughs> <laughs> and that's all that matters. <laughs> that's all that matters. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about Ohio State, yep. Michigan. Uh, yep. Michigan, we get it. Like, Michigan fans, okay, congratulations. Hang mm. the banner. Mm. Hang the banner, Michigan fans. Is yep. that what you want? Yep. Is that what you want me to say? Yep. Hang the banner. You won the February mm-hmm. National Championship. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. You did it. Hang the banner. Um, some of us realize there's more season to be played. Some of us don't want to peak too soon. And that's why I'm not mad. I'm definitely not mad. And I'm going to talk about how not mad I am on today's show. And by some of us, you mean, of course, the Blue Bloods, who <laughs> right, have just been back. waiting and, uh, you know, waiting in the winds, waiting for all the haters to come out and say it's over, throw this season mm-hmm. out, don't worry about it. They're back. We'll talk all about all, it. All the Blue, Blue Bloods Blood Saturday. Every single one of them, except Indiana. Mm. <laughs> New <laughs> Blood. Uh, we're also, and speaking of talking about the Blue Bloods, we got to talk about this Chris Mack video. Mm. Uh, is Louisville Blue Blood? I don't know. Kentucky definitely is, I, and he was calling out John Calipari, and uh, this is a rivalry. Not not the Louisville-Kentucky rivalry. Let's make that clear. We hate that rivalry. Mm-hmm. That, that yes. rivalry sucks. Yes. The the Chris Mack-John <laughs> Calipari publicly feuding, but not really, but they say they're friends every time they yes. get in front of a microphone on purpose. But Coach Cow does not want a beef, and yeah. Chris Mack continues to do he this. He wants a beef. Also, Texas is free-falling. I just want to point that out. Mm. We're, we might talk about that a little bit. Villanova might be back. I don't know. There, there was, it was a packed weekend. We just got done watching uh, Oklahoma State sweep Texas Tech. Mack McClung mm. had, had a few shots there at the end. Not, not, not what, great, Not Mac. what we wanted out of Mack, but that's okay. Um, so, yeah, a lot to talk about. We're going to get to all of it, but first. Woody Durham. All right, Tay, before I give all of our listeners the pound of flesh that they so badly desire, yes, why everyone yes. is listening to today's They're show. They're right now. Yeah, They're they, this, they yeah. want my tears. They want to drink my scarlet and gray tears. But uh, first of all, I'm not going to give you that because uh, I'm not mad, and we'll talk about how not mad I am here in a second. But um, first I want to say we are we have our own YouTube channel now. Uh, go to YouTube.com slash Titus This is not a joke, folks. We have yeah. our own. This is something that you and I, when we started a show, mm-hmm. there was a studio. There was a video studio uh, that I helped put together, and we looked at each other and we said, one day, one day. you and I, we're going to be at this table. <laughs> we're going to be on video. Someone's going to be back there cutting it. And we did not know it would be three long, arduous years yep. before we got to that point. But here we are. It's but we're here day. now. So uh, if, you, if you traditionally listen to the podcast, that's fine. That's yes. cool. Whatever Keep works. Doing Keep doing it. That yeah. helps us. Um, we, we appreciate that. You, you, we're, we're all God's children, mm-hmm. as we would say. You mm-hmm. know, like the listeners, the viewers, whatever it is, we like that you're under the umbrella. We, yes. we, we appreciate you much the same. But uh, if you're someone who would like to throw a, us on your how – do, how do the kids watch YouTube? Their phones? Their yeah, tablets? Yeah, I think, I think their phones. Their TVs? iPads. Um, I saw Jeff Van Gundy the other night. They uh, Anthony Davis was showing the iPad, and he was like, "Look at that phone." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, you can knows? watch us though. You can watch the whole. We're gonna put up full episodes. We're gonna do uh, interviews that maybe you're 
make it into the podcast, maybe don't, not because it's not as good, but like maybe, you know, we're talking about something and then we get a guest lined up that doesn't, isn't necessarily relevant to like college basketball at that mm. time, but we still want to talk to them. So we'll, we'll put that on YouTube. There'll be a lot of stuff like that. We're going to do uh, live reaction stuff. We're going to do live shows. We're going to mm. actually do mm. uh, at the, the, one of the first ones on this calendar. I don't know if we'll do one before this, but we're, we're definitely doing like a big uh, Selection Sunday blowout where we'll be live streaming yes. on YouTube. Yes. Uh, so there'll be a lot of fun stuff as we get into March. Go subscribe to that. As, as I said, all the full episodes, what you're listening to right now, you can you can watch Tate and I talk about this. You can you can watch me um, throw my hands around. I, I found the more we're put on video, the more yeah, I the realize worse I talk it with is. my hands. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. You and I are like basically Ricky Bobby, and this is our <laughs> shake and bake period. It doesn't it doesn't help we got this big table. I start like spreading out yes. and touching every piece of the table. Um, so anyway, you can watch. For example, here, here's a little nugget for mm. you listeners that mm. aren't watching. Uh, Tate and I color coordinated accidentally. <laughs> We're both wearing Carolina blue. Well, the today, blue bloods so. came back, yeah. so <laughs> I, I went full blue blood. You went as well. It yeah. was just in our heart. And I think at the end of the day, people want to have some other reason to uh, you know make fun of us or like see yep. like here's your chance. That, like, it, to, to, this to, is a great point. Yeah. This is a great. If point. you want to be a hater, now's the yeah, time. If you're like these guys are dipshits, yep. and I got it. I need more ammo on yes. how to throw it in their face. Yes. Go to YouTube.com/slash yeah. Titus. And Tate, <laughs> you can see our dumb faces. <laughs> it's your time. The <laughs> time is now. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about college basketball. Let's what do uh, it. What's going on? Did anything happen this weekend? People were telling me, like, Ooh. people on Twitter were saying that stuff happened, but it, it, I, I didn't really see anything going on. Was there something that happened? That Three happened? words from our coach of the program after you know, like you just said, the, the the showcase on Sunday on CBS. This was college basketball that we needed. We needed America to tune in because Saturday we're going to get to this, but the Blue Bloods. They let people know. They, mm-hmm. they put them back on alert. It's not over yet. Don't give up, Tony Kornheiser. Don't worry about it, Michael Wilbon. Duke, Kentucky, we will be there. We will come back. But Sunday was for, you know, the, the, the real college basketball fan this season, the person that has been watching the games, mm-hmm. trying to figure out who the best teams are, and knows that the Big Ten is the best conference this year, right? Right. And then you watch this game on Sunday. You got Raftery on the call. You got Kevin Harlan. The, the, the scene is set. You know, we're in the shot. We got our coach of the program, Chris It's cold Holtman. outside. The action's about to heat up inside. You can just feel it. Yeah. It's all right there for mm-hmm. the taking. And sometimes when that's the case, you you worry that you're not going to get a great game. But instead, Mark Titus, we got a beautiful game. Mm-hmm. We, got a, we got two teams shooting 53% from the field, two teams going back and forth. We got some nice rivalry moments. EJ Liddell. Early in this game, I think the first basket that he scores, he hits a little jumper, and he's running back on defense, and he's laughing. He's laughing but, at Hunter Dickinson because he yes. knows Hunter Dickinson can't guard him. Exactly, which, which true the entire game. It was a great, yeah. it was a great rivalry game. I know that it did not go the way that you wanted it to for your Buckeyes, but I will say this: as the objective fan, as uh-huh. the college basketball fan that does not, you know, in, usually enjoy Big Ten basketball, let's just be quite upfront. This was a good game. This was a good showcase. This was good for college basketball. Well, I'm glad you said that, Tate, because that means a lot to me. That warms my mm. heart. That's all mm. I ultimately care we about. We call those moral too victories. Many, <laughs> too many yes. Michigan fans uh, were focused on the score, and I was focused on the mm. bigger picture, which is uh, the rivalry is back. Yes. Uh, Ohio State has been kicking Michigan's ass for so long mm-hmm. that it's become kind of boring, to be honest, when we play Michigan. So uh, big, big picture in mind. That's good. We have that back. Um, we... We, we were we don't want to peak too soon. So con- like mm-hmm. I said, congratulations, Michigan. You won a game that ultimately it's a regular season game. The calendar is about to turn to March. My focus is now on March. Uh, th- this is 
We don't need to see this. Shawnee Brown. Shawnee Brown. Let me just say this. This is uh, one of my favorite players in the country. But the first three that he hit in this game, I've never seen something so clinically wet as they Shawnee, say. I'm going to walk you through my Shawnee Brown experience. Uh, so the guy hits the first one, and I say to myself, this is actually good because... Like he, that wing from Dwayne Washington from Michigan, by the way. Another yeah. nice little layer yeah. to this whole thing. Uh, Shawnee Brown hits his first one, and I say, good, because he's going <laughs> to think he's gonna think he's hot, and he's going to keep not shooting. Not good. It was too good. It then was he too hit the pure. second one, I was like, no, this is actually good. Good, because like he's just not going to stop shooting the rest of the game. Then he hits his third one, and I was like, "This yeah. might not be good." Yeah. And Michigan did not miss. They were, they were making shots, as we know, in the first half. Ohio State was hitting a lot of shots too. Um, it was a great game. I I I, I miss the feeling of living and dying by every shot. It's been a very long time since I've been I've had that feeling. I was I was on pins and needles before the game. I I could feel my heart racing like a half. I'm watching the uh, bull riding on CBS. <laughs> the, the, the what was that, by the way? Like leading the into the game, I I could not uh, believe that. I'm watching these bull riders, and my heart's like pumping out of my chest. And then the game comes up, and every time we scored, I was like, we're going to we're going to win by thirty. Like, they can't stop mm-hmm. us. And then Shawnee Brown would hit a three, and I'm like, we are so screwed. We can't stop yeah. them. And it was going back and forth. Uh, and then it ultimately, can I, can I, can we do good guys and bad guys? Because I want to, my good guy yes. tied into this. Yes, please. My good guy of the week is Justice Suing. Ooh. Um, because the game turned on Justice Suing, uh, what was it, like two? Uh, oh, what? my what? We, had, we had that queued up. Wait, what? Yeah, that was so bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. They had this cute away from every angle. Uh, so just if you missed the game, oh. Justice Suing throws a behind the back pass at a bad time. It go it bounces out to midcourt. Isaiah Livers picks it. It had to be Isaiah Livers. Yeah. If there could be one guy on the on Michigan's team to With pick it up. With the N one. And lay it in for basically the win. At this point, Ohio State was down three. Um, the and one puts Michigan up six. And then we were just scrambling from there to like make up the big hole. It felt like, you know, we, we gave up a home run. Yeah, and so in the bottom half of the inning, we were just trying to swing for the fences instead of you know just getting the base hits like we've been doing. <laughs> Does that metaphor track? Um, so just assuming, uh, but but here's 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 the big brain galaxy thing. It, the 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 galaxy brain idea, Tate, is that oh. just assuming new. What we all know, which is that you can't peak too soon, Tate. It's still mm. February. My calendar says February 22nd as of this recording. Um, we're still like a month away from March Madness. It's still it's still a ways away. And Ohio State, as we know, was the hottest team in the country. Everyone mm. was saying it. Gonzaga, Baylor, were they as hot? I don't know. It depends mm. on who you're talking mm-hmm. to. Ohio State uh, plays in the best conference in the country. Gonzaga, as good as they've been recently, have never won a Big Ten title. Baylor's never won a Big Ten title. Ohio State is what was the team. Michigan was on COVID pause. Ohio State, by the way, still has not lost a game at full strength. Musa Jalo didn't play in this game. I bet you won't hear people talk about that. But anyway, um, Justice Suing knew what we all knew, which is that you don't want to peak too soon. He knew that in the last 25 years, I think there have been four national champions that have gone undefeated in the month of February. Mm-hmm. Four. Mm-hmm. So the odds say... You're better off losing in February. It sets it up for the national title run better. Justice Dewey knew this. Uh, the the we had we had advanced long enough because at this point in the game, America was already saying these two teams are one seeds. In fact, <laughs> that that became clear when the AP poll came out today. Uh, we didn't move. Ohio State still ranked mm-hmm. fourth. Michigan still ranked third because everyone watching knew that we were every bit as good as Michigan. Some would argue we were better than Michigan. The ball just didn't bounce our way. I'm not arguing that. Calm down, Michigan fans. Um, but. 
Justice Suing knew that enough time had passed. We'd proven that we were every bit as good as Michigan. Now is the time to, to lose the game on purpose, and that's what he did. And I applaud him for it because I think Ohio State is now going to go to the drawing board and say, we have some adversity, we have some things to clean up. Michigan, meanwhile, is pretending like they won the national title. Michigan mm-hmm. is in practice today practicing nothing. They're not practicing at all. Mm-hmm. They're just high-fiving the whole mm-hmm. time, Tate. Mm-hmm. They're just saying, good job, you guys. We did it. We won. Hang the banner. The Buckeyes, no. They're working to get better. And that's... That's the that's what matters to me most. Coach Holtman said it best. <laughs> he said it was a hard fought game. I thought both teams competed. Both teams are really good offensively, and they really made shots. That was pretty much summed <laughs> yeah. up the game. You know, they both made shots. Michigan fans are so mean, Tate. They're so mean. What have I ever? What did I what did I yes. do to deserve this? I don't you, understand. You went to Ohio State. Um, that's what they said. This was uh, the first top five matchup between these two teams. So that that ever. really was awesome. Yeah, ever. Again. I couldn't believe ever. that. I couldn't believe that. Right. The, in the in the ninety when the Fab Five was there, Jimmy Jackson's there, Chris Jens yeah. there at Ohio State. Yeah. Like they Ohio State had awesome team. They met in the Elite Eight in like ninety two. You would even think like in the sixties or the seventies or yeah. like just randomly right. there would have been a top five game. So at, so, it at was some point, it was the first yeah. time ever. Uh, it was an awesome game. Michigan is is really really good. Michigan's mm-hmm. really good. And that's frustrating. And mm-hmm. they were making everything, dude. It, it, I don't. In all honesty, I've been uh, 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 maybe doing a little bit of shtick, maybe not. I don't know. Who, who can even tell anymore? But uh, in all honesty, I did love the feeling. Like this, this is the first Ohio State basketball game I've watched in a long time, where I was living and dying, as I said earlier, just living and dying by every shot. It felt like March again. It felt like uh, I, I was, I was alive. I felt alive. Mm-hmm. I felt alive watching my alma mater play basketball, and that felt very, very good until the until Justice Suing threw behind the back. Pass. I was going to say Suing's pass right there, kind of beckoned back to 2016 in the finals in Game Seven when Stephen Curry made. Stephen Curry's a North Carolina basketball kid, right? I'm mm. not going to say anything bad about him. I love him to death, but he made a California basketball decision in Game Seven, which is mm-hmm. a behind the back pass, and we all remember Clay Thompson's face when he, when he just sees it go, and he's like, "Are you now?" Now, mm-hmm. uh, yep. n- 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 now is the time that you throw a behind the back pass. And EJ Liddell was so fixated on actually running real offense that he didn't even see the pass. So he didn't even give the Clay Thompson, are mm-hmm. you kidding me moment. It was a California decision. It was a California mm-hmm. West Coast basketball decision. It was decision. a West Coast basketball move. Yeah. And it's okay for now. It's February, like you said. It's okay. We can learn from this. And suing has been great. And in he's fact, been awesome. And, and, and in fact, this like, was his worst game. I don't even. He, he didn't play well. I, I yeah. would even say that the behind the back pass wasn't that bad. And no. like like the result was obviously bad. But the the idea the the behind the back part wasn't even the problem. I mean, it was like just throwing. It was the miscommunication. It, it, it was made worse by the fact that it looks bad that he's throwing it behind the back. But uh, if EJ Liddell, if they're on the same page, like that, he, he threw it where he was trying to throw it. You know what I mean? Like a, a lot yeah. of the reason you don't want to, you, you get mad at guys throwing behind the back passes because they end up throwing the ball not on target, like so, what Steph did. Yeah, like, yes. yeah, like what Steph did. Yeah. This was on target. It's just the target left. the target was like the target move. The target was like, there's yeah. no way that he's going to throw this behind the back right. to me right here. Right. Yeah. So like, but, I, it, it, like, like yeah, if EJ Liddell popped right there. Boom. That's that's right. Catch and shoot. But that's. Oh God, why are we reshaping this? Why would they do this to me? I don't understand. Uh, Michigan is very good. Michigan, yep. um, I, I, I do think we need to pump the brakes on like Michigan is every like people are trying to put Michigan in, t- in the tiers with Gonzaga and Baylor. I mean, come on, that's ridiculous. They, they got smoked at the barn. They, they, I mean, right? 
Like you have to, you have to have some sort of separation between Gonzaga. They can beat Gonzaga what, and Baylor. I'm not saying that. What did we say before this? And I, I, first off, I don't think Michigan did anything. To, I know Michigan fans may disagree with this, but they didn't do anything in this game that says Michigan is head and shoulders above Ohio State, right? Right. That, that, like, that was what was weird to me. Yeah. Was the conversation the whole game? If you're on Twitter or just like paying, you know, tech, everyone. I had a lot of people texting me, and everyone was saying the same. Like these two teams are every bit as good as each other. They're evenly yep. matched. This yep. is awesome. And then. Michigan wins, and then suddenly you're like, "Oh, Michigan is much better than Ohio." You know. Yes, and I don't think that's the case. And, that's the case. and I think there, are, you know, there is tier one. There is Baylor. There is Gonzaga. And I think Gonzaga, as we know, has been probably anointed even in a different tier. One tier. A. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. <laughs> and then there's the biggest loser. I love tier two. And and, and the, you know these these four teams are all battling to be the one team that's going to try to take down either a Baylor or Gonzaga, whether right. it be Illinois, whether it be Iowa, whether it be Michigan, whether it be Ohio State. And yep. those four teams, their fan bases are going insane right now. Yep. Like separately of themselves. Yep. And the Illinois fans and the Michigan fans right now, they are performing at peak levels of insanity. <laughs> they, they they basically, if you're an Illinois fan right now and you think that Luca Garza is good at basketball, then get your opinion out of my face. Yeah. And right. I don't I don't yeah. want to see it. Like it's they're, I, they're it's, fighting a war on two fronts <laughs> yeah. because they Illinois fans are currently fighting against Michigan's team yes. and against Luca Garza individually. Yes. And they are they are just whatever it takes, right literally <laughs> whatever it takes. Like, I don't know who put the charge in, but they're ready to go. Um, and then from Michigan side, Michigan, you know, they've had the whole, you know, are they dodging Illinois? The Illinois yeah, fans claim yeah. that Michigan is dodging. Which I, if I was an Illinois fan, I'd say the same thing. Why not? Like, yeah, of okay, course. Yeah. But but this whole back and forth has been quite hilarious because they seem like they want to eat each other, right? They're just yeah. going to, this is all Big Ten, da 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 But there's a larger prize at hand. And I think if you're Iowa, Right or or if you're Ohio State, mm-hmm. like don't get caught up in this. Like don't get don't the Illinois fans pull back. You know what I mean. You're you're trying to make the real run for the Final Four. Mm-hmm. You know, like don't get caught up in this. The Michigan fans, I think you go for the ride. Right. I think I think you own the Big Ten this year. Yep. If it doesn't work out in March, who cares? You're ahead of schedule anyway. Next year you're coming back. You know, Hunter Dickinson's going to get going. Hunter Dickinson, by the way, has made himself a hate co- that guy. Well, he exactly hate that guy. He's made himself a great college basketball personality, yeah. and uh, yeah. he quote tweeted uh, Doug no, Gottlieb after the game, who said the smart money going to this one is for yeah. And he put LOL. LOL. Yeah. I don't hate Hunter yeah. Dickinson. I, I take that back. I don't mm. hate him because he wants me to hate him, and I'm not okay. going to give him the satisfaction. Hunter, yeah. I don't hate you. Yeah. In fact, I don't feel anything towards you. Mm. I don't even. Wh- who is, which one is? Which one's? Is he? Is he? He's giving he's, me. Very, he's number one on Michigan. Very Mo Wagner vibes. I have no uh, feeling. He wants to be. A foe. He likes to be the villain. You know what was weird about this game? It's good. Uh, speaking of Mo Wagner, uh, Franz Wagner did not play well. Did not have a great game. He, he's probably Michigan's most talented player. Uh, I, I don't know. Michigan has reached that. That's one of the frustrating parts about something? Michigan is they've reached the pit. They've reached that point where it's we have to differentiate most talented, most valuable, mm-hmm. best. And, all, and that, that sucks. I hate that they're, they've reached that point as a team. But uh, he didn't play particularly well. Everyone was making everything they threw up in this game, except Franz Wagner and Justin Arns. Justin Arns, who might yeah. be one of the best shooters in the country, did not have a great game shooting, as everyone else around him was was making everything. I don't know. That was just kind of interesting that both those guys were struggling. Before the game started, I had thought I had tweeted, you know, my players to watch on one side, Franz Wagner, and the other side, Justice Suing. That's literally, and thank God. <laughs> It did not go through before the game, and uh, and then I watched that game, and I was like, man, boy, was I off on this one. Uh, it was a great uh, game, though. If you did not watch game. this game, uh, this was a nice like get- game of the year. 
I think so. I like. That's I all, think that's, so. I'll I think the it. game before was the Villanova at Texas game, but I feel like we're so far from that iteration of the season yeah. and the teams that it can't be that game anymore. Uh, Michigan fans are great. I, I will say that in all honesty. Like they, I love that they're they're I, a basketball school. They finally did it. They are a basketball school. They finally. know they're a basketball school. Yeah. Michigan. Uh, we we have a lot of Michigan fans that listen to the show. And uh, I found mm. this out because our producer, Louise, told me that we had a lot of Michigan fans calling into the hotline. There's a lot of Michigan <laughs> fans in, in L.A., face. to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, it, it, but 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 it's all fun. Like I I I I hate Michigan football. I don't hate Michigan basketball, but they're making me want to hate Michigan basketball, yeah. and uh, I, I I welcome that because I, I I genuinely my my experience as an Ohio State uh, when when I got to Ohio State and I I walked onto the basketball team um, and then we graduated. Like by the time I graduated, we didn't really have rivals. We just had team like our rival every year when I was at Ohio State was just whoever was good. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah. like yeah. Wisconsin was kind of a rival. Michigan State was kind of, but they weren't rivals. They were just a team that was good that we wanted to beat. Purdue was up there. Um, so we never, I never really felt a rivalry, even as I've gotten older and now I'm watching the, the Young Bucks playing, I never really feel anything towards the team. So I would love for, I would, I would genuinely love for that to be a rivalry. And I understand that Michigan mm-hmm. fans are always going to hate Michigan State and basketball more than Ohio State, but maybe they don't always have to. Maybe, maybe it can be equal. Maybe we can get, maybe there can be a little animosity. And, and so far, what we've seen from Jawan Howard and, and Chris Holtman it feels like we're headed down that road. Yes. And I, and I don't yes. mind that one bit. Yeah. And that part is good. The road that we are on right now, it feels like we're on the yellow brick road and we're walking and we're skipping along. And all I can see in the future, Mark Titus, is me looking at you and saying, thank God this rivalry is better than Louisville Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> it, it literally <laughs> is, by the way. I mean, what, 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 they're in the same conference, right? Uh, they have a history. Uh, they only play, what, once a year? Uh, yeah. Sounds better to me. I don't know. Sounds better to me. I mean, not the same team wins every single yeah. year, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. Know. Um, do we, do we have some of those voicemails? By the way, they wanted to play. Oh, that's some, right. But... Yeah, I, I think we should because we need the Michigan fans to to let us know. Andy Cash just sent me a text message and said there's only one tier one team in the country, and that's the University of Michigan Wolverines. I think I blame you, Titus. You were just such a, a tight bravado with. Michigan is going to get their asses handed to them. And I, I thought, coming into the game, Titus knows what he's talking about. That's <laughs> your first mistake. Is this Doug Gottlieb? <laughs> Hi, my name is Moses, and I was watching the Ohio State game with my dad, and he really said Ohio State lost, but what can I do to cheer him up? As uh, soon as Justice Suing threw that behind-the-back yeah. pass, I immediately ripped three shots, and I probably won't remember Leaving this voicemail, fellas. Chelsea. I thought I was going to break my TV <laughs> when I saw Suing do that bullshit behind <laughs> that pass with nobody even looking. Nobody, none of his teammates. I, I've seen Dwayne Washington. Washington's done that shit before. <laughs> They're not going to hit on him. He played a hell of a game today, but Suing, what the fuck are you doing right there? I'm sure I'm not the only arrogant Michigan fan falling in, but you know, you were ultra cocky before today, even though your offense just consists of contested mid-rangers mm. and bland push-offs and your best player is a four inches shorter than Hunter Dickinson, so pride comes before oh. the fall. Go Blue. Big Ten champ. <laughs> Go home, Buckeyes. You losers. Is that the same guy? I'm a Michigan fan, and I just watched all the Wolverines beat Ohio State, and uh, I should be happy about it, but honestly, I'm not. Um, I, I just felt oh, like, in the interest of fairness, uh, Titus might want to hear it from a Michigan fan that uh, first of all, Musa Jala didn't play for Ohio State. Great point. And I just feel like uh, that 
made a big difference um, to where this game shouldn't even count for Michigan. That's a great point. <laughs> uh, secondly, um, it, it was it, it, we, we were just making a lot of shots that we yeah. don't make. A lot of the stuff we're throwing up is just garbage <laughs> and lucky. I like and, the, I uh, like I, this I, Michigan. I, I watched every Michigan game. I mean, I'm a big fan. Uh, again, um, I'm a big fan. And and I've never seen us shoot like that before. So uh, uh, and justice. I mean, we all we all watched it. Like justice doing through behind the back pass. So it was a little sloppy. And I think you know, as I'm looking forward and thinking about maybe Ohio mm. State Michigan playing in the tournament. Uh, I don't think a better team won. Wow, a Michigan too. man wow. saying that. Wow, wow. Um, I don't know. So this is. A, I, I mean, we won today. I'm, I'm happy about it. Definitely go blue. All that. I love stuff. an objective <laughs> opinion. Yeah, man. Ohio State. I think they proved today they're the better. Wow, team. interesting. Hardball game. <laughs> That's an interesting perspective there, Tate. In the words of EJ um, Liddell, <laughs> they just scored more points today. That's all it is. That's not the better we gotta team. Get, we got to get that that last Michigan man on the show. He, he, I like his perspective. He's got that man has some good takes. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! You, take your win, Michigan. Yeah. You, congratulations. You you guys can have the intercontinental belt. You're the third best team in college basketball right now. But but calm down. You're not you're not on Gonzaga and Baylor's level. You're that's disrespectful. They're, they're undefeated. Mm. Both those teams are killing everybody. Just calm down. That's all I'd say. But congratulate you win. I deserve this. But I it, loved all those Michigan fans. By the way, that yeah. that was great. Please keep calling in. Um, we need more of that. Yeah. I, that, that, yeah. That warmed my heart. All right, let's move on. Uh, I, I have nothing else to say. It, 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 I have nothing else to say. Mm. I have nothing else to say. Mm. It's fine. It's just like I, I have this. I have one more thing to say. Say it. <laughs> Part of why it hurts so much, and mm. this is why Michigan fans are so elated. This is the first year, maybe ever. We have to go back to the record books. I don't know. I don't know if we have the technology to look something like this up. First year ever, maybe, that Ohio State has not beat Michigan in something. Uh, mm. Certainly, to my knowledge, uh, we, we, we beat them in football or at least one game of men's basketball every single year. And we didn't play the football game. This is the only time we're playing in basketball. And I think they know that. And I think that's why they're twisting the knife. And I think that's why, uh, you know, Jawan Howard is like, I don't know, like, act like you've been there before, dude. Like, he's like smiling after they yeah. win. It's disgusting. Yeah. It just disgusts me. Yeah. Like, you would never see our guys smile after mm. a win like that no mm. Mm. Um, all business no that that's what that's what hurts the most is the football game gets canceled this is the only time we play him in basketball and it's no, maybe not the only time stupid. maybe not that. there's a chance be it would be a real shame if we met in march mm. and it's a repeat of 92 mm. except flipped where yeah where we beat them in the lead eight this time mm. one last thing i will say uh, all the michigan fans the fact that these michigan fans listen to our show where i cut an intro which is <laughs> their, <Yeah>. <laughs> their most infamous moment of basically the the worst case scenario technical file you know chris weber we all know that that plays every time we start a show so michigan fans i just want to say one thank you for putting up with yeah. that and two it has to come back, right? Like yeah. the, the fact that Jawan Howard could coach a team to a national championship after you know surviving ninety two and ninety three with Duke and Carolina, that feels very new blood to me. That mm -hmm. feels very much like a moment for Michigan basketball. So thank you for putting up with that, and also I have faith. I believe that it will come back around. You don't e like hearing this. EJ Liddell's awesome. Just <laughs> America, like e. America. Liddell, talk yes. more about EJ Liddell. He, yep. he 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 ate Hunter Dickinson's lunch every time he was. He on laughed him. at and him. No, he was laughing yeah. at him and, yeah. and spraying it in his face, and no one talked about it because Hunter Dickinson dunked the ball twice. Get out. Get over yourself. God damn it. All right, we'll move on. Um, who's your good guy of the week? Uh, my good guy of the week is uh, a guy that you know, near and dear to your heart, and. Uh, <sighs> I watched his brother on Saturday, and it wore my heart because he got number 300. And mm -hmm. uh, Archie, 
I wish you could be like Sean. I wish you could be like Big Brother because at Indiana, you know, to to put it on the train, we're off the tracks here. We're off the rails, mm-hmm. and uh, all signs are pointing. I, I saw him tweet after the big loss to Michigan State, which is you know not a good loss. It, normal circumstances, yeah, it's a bad loss. Normal circumstances, you would say, all right, you lose in Michigan State, whatever. Don't don't worry about it, Archie. But this was the year that, you know, this team has some talent. They were, you know, supposed to have, you know, these freshmen that come in that give them a little bit of juice. Trace Jackson Davis is supposed to be a centerpiece for this team. Mm-hmm. He's been good. He hasn't been as heralded. He hasn't been or, All-American Exactly. Yet, per se. It, 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 He's been well, solid. He's been good, yeah. But yeah. But they, get, they lose this game. And then after the fact, Archie, I, I see him tweet about Trace Jackson Davis. Like, you know, something just innocuous being like, you know, how much he loves this kid. He's a great guy. Was it his birthday? I think was it was it his birthday. Yeah, I think it, I was like, I can't remember <laughs> what. Stupid bullshit, like, happy birthday, yeah, Trace. Like, regardless. <laughs> that, that, that's, in, that's in my face. And then I started growing and crunching the numbers, and I started looking at the Big Ten record. Archie's never finished above 500 in the Big Ten. Yeah, that's bad. Um, first year, he goes 9-9. Nine nine. That's the best he's been able to do. It doesn't look like it's going to happen this year unless we have, you know, mm-hmm. some sort of miraculous run. And, you know, this is Indiana basketball. This is not a – this is not Clemson basketball. This is not, you know, a place where we're okay with being, you know, middle of the road in the conference and having a few good wins like winning at Iowa. Mm-hmm. Like that Iowa win feels like forever ago. And I know that, you know, the 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 Miller believers, you know, the people that think Archie's really got this thing going, that believe in the facilities that have been... <laughs> Who are they? I don't know. Uh, I'm just saying. Let's just say that the, they exist. The Millers. The, 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 the Millers. Yes, the, Sean. The Millers. Sean is like, I like what he's doing there. Um, it just feels like all signs are pointing to... We liked your time here, Archie. We wanted this to work, it's, but it, it's not you; it's us. And the reason why it's us is because we're a we're blue Indiana. Blood. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're a blue like, blood. We're, 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 we're too good. It for wasn't this. just that they lost to Michigan State; it was yes. that all the blue bloods were winning on Saturday over the yes. weekend. That's yes. that's become a narrative coming out of this weekend. Is the blue bloods UCLA, might be back. Duke, Michigan State, Kentucky, UNC, Arizona. Exactly. You yeah. just you just lump Michigan State in there, and by Michigan State winning this matchup with Indiana, yes. they they get it claim to be the blue blood and Indiana is not the blue blood in the you same way that Duke beating Virginia means that they are the blue right. blood and Virginia right. is the new and blood so yeah. that it, I would describe Archie Miller's status at Indiana like this I think he's close I, I've said this I, I, I was bullish on Indiana I've, I've made this point a million times when we saw him in Asheville I think they're close I think they have pieces I think they're close I think Archie Miller and building what he wants at Indiana is close I think he's a lot closer than Indiana fans most Indiana fans think he is but the problem is close isn't good enough at Indiana, yeah. and it shouldn't be good enough at Indiana. And and we're in year four, and there's just no excuses at this point. And it doesn't matter how you got here. It doesn't matter uh, that Romeo Langford was never fully healthy, <laughs> or um, that that some of the, some of the guys that you it, it doesn't it doesn't matter some of the 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 locker room issues that may or may not have happened. And um, I don't know wh- whatever whatever it is that led you to this point. It's not good enough, and yeah. and you have to understand that. And, and and I feel like Archie, of all people, would understand that because um, when he took over at Indiana, I mean, he seemed he he was a guy who quote unquote gets it. Like he was a yeah. guy who understood what he was stepping into. Um, this is this is not Dayton. No disrespect to Dayton. We we love Dayton, but Dayton is not Indiana. Dayton, uh, if Indiana has the season that Dayton had last year, Indiana fans are like. Good. That's what we should be doing. Yes. Yes. Dayton fans were yes. like, "This is the craziest thing I've ever." They're still complaining yeah, about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Uh, the, the Indiana fans are going into the tournament last year if they're Dayton, and they're saying we're. I, I don't think we're good enough to beat Kansas, and that's unacceptable. <laughs> yeah. And Dayton fans were like, "We don't care. We have the best player in the country. This is unbelievable." Um, 
So I th- th- that's how I describe. It. I don't think it's a disaster. I don't think he is uh, certainly a bad coach. I don't think you know. I'm I'm not saying he should be fired immediately or no. Or, I, I'm not any of that stuff. I'm saying Archie Miller is very close to turning a corner, but close isn't good enough, and he's been close for a few years now. And the the whole program as a whole has been close for 20 years I was going to say, it's, so, one, it's one thing to be close. It's another thing to be worse than what the other, the, the the prior administration that you had running things for Indiana basketball to quote-unquote get you back did better on the same timeline. Right. Like they right. hit they well, hit high, I, they hit higher marks. Yeah. And you said that, uh, I think, a couple weeks ago yeah. when we were talking about this. Like, you've done all that. And then the Purdue side of things, Matt Painter, who is someone Indiana fans would not consider to be their coach. He's not an option. He's not quote-unquote good enough for us. He owns you. Yeah. So it's yeah. like you're... you're oh, got, at this point, I think Indiana fans like Matt Painter. Yes, yeah, I'm yeah. just saying originally... In, if, in if, 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 theory. Yeah, yeah. T- five years ago, we put on a piece of paper. They're like... Kelvin not, Sampson gets fired, yes. and, is, you, and you're like, IU fans, is no. where does Matt Painter Pat fall? Pat Knight's under, friend is not going to yeah. be our coach. Yeah, they're right? like, we're, he's yes. not even the top 100 of guys we would consider. Yeah. And he owns you. And he owns you, yeah. And he owns you. And that is just where it is. So there's no... It's not to say there's anything wrong with Archie or, you know, things obviously haven't worked out as he had hoped, you know, or as Indiana fans had hoped. But you're at this point, you're at this pivotal moment. I could see Archie going to another school like an NC State or somewhere like that and having a great situation because it's not Indiana. It's not Indiana. And you don't have to deal with that whole – you have to create a, a culture and a facade at the same time. And that is so hard to do Archie's when you not, already have something is, that you have to build build already that's yeah. already built in, right? You already have to build IU, the hysteria of Bob Knight. You have to create that facade again. And you also have to create a real culture that exists right. in modern times. So it's like to be able to do both those things takes a – it almost takes someone that is that, – that can't be thrown like – like what we talked about, Brad Stevens. Ask me someone – that, you, that that Indiana fans, who's your people, will say, I believe in him. Yeah. I'm not going to get off the ship. I, I want to rock and see what happens. Bringing up the facade part, that is one thing I don't think Archie Miller will ever be great at, and that's one thing I think he knows that he will never be great at, is the, the, the Calipari-esque yes. thing you need to have mm-hmm. um, as a college basketball coach in this modern era, and, and at a place like... Uh, uh, Indiana, because as much as you know, Roy is is cut from a different cloth than John Calipari, kind of. But at the same time, like Roy knows the the weight of being the guy at North Carolina, and, and and you're not just a basketball coach. When you're the head coach at North Carolina, when you're the head coach in Indiana, when you're the head coach at Kentucky, Kansas, you're, you're a diplomat. You're a diplomat yeah. and a head coach, and like all these other things. And Archie Miller, I think, is not necessarily knocking it out of the park with all those other things. And as a coach. He's close, <laughs> and yeah, like when yeah. you add it all up, you're like, "Is that enough?" I don't think it is, uh, and that's where Indiana finds themselves. But you brought up Brad Stevens. Um, mm. I got an email today from uh, one of those spam. You know, like I'm sure you get you get put on these lists of like odds makers, and they send out their their garbage odds, yes. and they're yes. like, "You might be interested in this," and you're like, "I am never interested in this." Today, I was finally interested in this. <laughs> yes. I got one of these things that said, uh, "These are the odds of NBA coaches according to this." I don't. Even, I'm not even going to name them because I don't know who the hell this bookmaker is, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm taking it as fact. Uh, they made a list of the the most likely NBA coaches to get fired next, mm. to be the next coach fired. Brad Stevens was number 14 on the list. That means he's in the upper half, Tate. There were 16 guys below him. He was number 14. He's moving his way up, is what I want to say. The stars are aligning. 
Bring him home. Uh, speaking of Brad, guys, my bad guy of the week is mm. uh, Illinois coach Brad Underwood. You want to talk about Illinois fans losing their minds? So, yes. Uh, here's why. Here's why Coach Underwood is my bad guy of the week. Uh, with 3:45 to play, the under four timeout happens at the barn. Um, Illinois is absolutely destroying Minnesota. R.I.P. The barn magic. Yeah, the it was barn a good is run. Dead. Yeah. Mark Turgeon kind of killed it, and then Brad Underwood danced on its grave. Um, Illinois is up 91 to 60. I, I will not acknowledge Mark Turgeon because he did it last year. So Brad Underwood. Brad is, Underwood really yeah, did he's it. Yeah. The real, yeah. All right. So Illinois is up 31 with 3:45 to play, and Io DeSumo is still in the game. Mm-hmm. And you're asking yourself why. And I'll tell you why, Tate. It's, it's an under four timeout. This is a perfect opportunity for, you know, dead ball. We come to the huddle, take Io out, put in his, his sub, Brad Underwood's son's a walk on, throw him in, boom, mm-hmm. bada bing, bada boom. Mm-hmm. Not the case. Leaves Io in uh, because he needed one rebound for a triple double. Io gets the, gets the rebound. It's his second triple double in four games. And, uh, and on top of that, Tyler Underwood also gets in the game, gets a $4 trillion. So Brad has his cake. He eats it too. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable coaching job there at the end. Bad guy of the week. That's beautiful. And uh, it's also a, a beautiful move because when you think about bad guys, you know, John Calipari is one of the ones that we point to or Rick Pitino, and you say, like, that is what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of – we talked about the facade and the culture – the way that you do these bag moves is like you let a player shine, right? Mm-hmm. So like triple double, Io, you shine. Mm-hmm. But also the bag implication there is now my guy just got a historical triple double, mm-hmm. which I will now use in recruiting, you know, to recruit other future Io DeSumo's to come yep. to Illinois. You get a guy like Io DeSumo, you give mm-hmm. him his stage, you give him his moment, and then there's a ripple effect. There's a bag ripple effect that goes around the rest of the country, and everyone looks around and says, hey, What's going on here with Io DeSumo? Mm-hmm. Is he someone we should be talking about? Because now he's doing things we've never seen at Illinois before. These triple doubles, two and four mm-hmm. games. I mean, have we ever even seen this in the history of the program? So then all those stats start coming out. These are the bag ripple effects as we keep going on and on. And now the conversation turns to Illinois crazy fans that are saying, how is Io not going to be National Player of the mm-hmm. Year? You get people like Taylor Rooks, you know, who we love, who's in the national NBA landscape of media. She comes out as an Illinois fan, says... How yeah, she, is, she went to Illinois, right? Yeah, she yeah. went to Illinois. Okay, so actually. she comes out and says, how is Io not going to be National Player of the Year? So these are all bad guy moves, and it's all because he leaves him in to get the triple-double, right. and then it leads to the rest. And that is why it's so beautifully done. That's what we mean when we say it's a brand play, right? This is this is a full-scale well, brand play. Also, I saw Brad Underwood's post-game conversation comments uh he is he is doing something that all of Illini Nation is doing which is they're not just saying Io DeSumo should be the national player of the year they're saying that they're taking an attitude of like being disgusted yeah it's not even close to like this is just I am I am personally disgusted that anyone would even dare suggest Mm -hmm. that Luca Garza could even sniff Io DeSumo's jock. Like, th- th- that's, that's like that, that, is the, that is the entire ethos of the conversation, for <laughs> yeah. sure. 100%. It was amazing. And it is deranged, but it's yeah. also beautiful because if you are watching this Illinois team, there is a certain air about them, and there's a certain level of confidence mm-hmm. that, you know, you watch them play and you say, I don't really see many teams that can match the, up and beat them. But obviously, when we see Gonzaga yeah, or Baylor, yeah, it might be a yeah. little bit different. You know? Or Ohio State smacking them on their home court. <laughs> <laughs> there's also that. <laughs> Yeah, they uh, did not like when Michigan he, fans brought that up, by the way. They're yeah. like, disregard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not one to one. Yeah, Michigan fans are like, yeah, we're not afraid of you. Uh, Ohio State smoked you, and we just beat Ohio. Ohio State beat you on your home court. Yeah. We beat Ohio State on their home court. 
I think we're going to be okay. And Illinois fans were like, doesn't matter. And they're like, shut up. <laughs> no. I-O. Two triple doubles in the last four games. You idiots. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, man. 94 so, to 63 in the barn, though. I mean, that is, um, that yeah. is insane. So. Yeah. It was, it was a bloodbath. Uh, so, uh, yeah, there you go. Brad, Brad Underwood is my bad guy. Who, what, what's your pick? My bad guy of the week. Uh, it's a collection of teams. Um, it is a group that we call the Blue Bloods, all caps. Um, you see it right there. And okay, okay. Now, this is interesting because we have the graphic up. You say these are your you're, – you're taking all the Blue Bloods. Tate has listed Duke, North Carolina, Michigan State. A Blue Blood. Kentucky, Arizona? Not Arizona? A blue, not, not a Blue Blood, but we'll give it to them. And UCLA. Okay. So basically, there's a real so there's real blue bloods in here, right? There's Duke, real blue blood. Kansas won too, right? Kansas, Kansas a real beat Texas yes. Tech. Kansas, real blue blood. Okay, the, the, there are four real blue bloods, right? North Carolina, Duke, Kansas, Kentucky. Those are the real blue bloods. Those are capital letters, blue bloods. Are, are we? Are Don't we, mistake it. Are we falling into the classic uh, sports talk trap of we are now becoming the thing that we, we, we originally mocked? No, we're joking. We're, we're are, we, we're, are we still joking? Uh, I'm, I can't t- tell. I'm just going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. This is the reason why they're the bad guy of the week. So those four teams collectively, they are, they are you know the, they are Dean Smith putting up the four right there. You know what I mean? That is college basketball. You put the four up, and yeah. those teams assemble, and they make sure that college basketball is interesting, intriguing, like everything that you need for it to be. And Duke was off the rails. Kentucky was off the rails. North Carolina was sort of being dismissed, and they weren't going so great. Kansas was probably the best of all of them, even though I've argued that Carolina could be whatever. Mm-hmm. Regardless, Saturday they all come together. It was like uh-huh. a, it was just this beautiful moment in time where. Everywhere you looked, <laughs> nobody was safe. And the Blue Bloods were black, were, were back, and they were just basically blowing people out. North Carolina beats Louisville by 45 points, Mark Titus. And I'm wearing... What happened, by I'm the way? I'm wearing my North Carolina jersey. Because you know what Roy Williams finally decided? I'm tired of letting <laughs> these guards throw entry passes to my bigs. That's what it was? Bigs feed the bigs. <laughs> bigs got to eat. So North Carolina's big seed, and uh, I don't know Louisville. They're coming off of Paul's. We got to talk about Louisville. We'll get to We're that. We're going to talk about that. Uh, in a second, but anyways, yeah. the, the, basically North Carolina. Roy Williamson said that he just hoped his freshman balled out before he died. Like he was like, <laughs> what? That, that's what he said. Like he was like, I hope that they finally put it together before in my lifetime was the quote. And they finally in this game put it together, and it was like a blessing. I mean, it, you didn't watch this game. It was literally it was euphoric. Look at that. Look at Caleb Love's face right there. Look at R.J. Davis in the background. It was literally best case scenario. So what happened here is I passed the baton of belief. Yes. The, the Titus and Tate, like, I love my team so much. Nothing could possibly go wrong. Yes. As I was having, I was, I was fumbling that. You were scooping it up. Yes, I was grabbing <laughs> it. Yes, yes, yes. Like, I'll take that. That's what the Blue Bloods <laughs> did. And it made no sense. Like, if you watch these games, like, even Tennessee, Kentucky blows out Tennessee. Like In I, Knoxville. In Knoxville. Like, how does that happen? Yeah. Yeah, it was a weird day, but it was a day that was needed because, as I said at the top of the show, the the national media, the the pundits, they all wanted to attack college basketball this year. They all wanted to they take. Always on, wanted to, there's a war on college basketball. Always, but this was the year yeah. that they take on the new bloods. They say, "Who cares about the new bloods? Don't worry about them." And the blue bloods showed up when you needed them to. Um, there was also some people that clamored that NC State should be included. <laughs> 
in the uh, blue blood thing. I won't do that because I'm not that funny. I, I can't do that with a straight face. But regardless, Saturday, bad guys, the blue bloods came together. It was good for college basketball. It was good for our show. Um, yeah, it is. And it was good it, for the it, casuals. The casuals needed something. This was good yeah, for the Yeah, we, we rip, obviously, we spent a lot of time ripping on Duke and Kentucky, yes. uh, most of all, because uh, obviously, but... um. I've made the point a million times over that what the reason we're doing that more than anything else is content. Content is king. That's what we love mm. more than anything. Um, and the blue blood resurgent is content. That that mm-hmm. will be content. Duke and Kentucky. We're going to talk about Kentucky in a second. We, we'll, we'll talk about Kentucky after the break. But uh, Duke and Kentucky being good is. You know, in a normal year, like it's good for content because you can just talk about those guys. They're big brands, whatever, yep. whatever. Yep. Duke and Kentucky being as bad as they were, and now if they start stringing it together. That that is amazing. If Kentucky can find a way, if Kentucky can find a way, yeah, I mean, if Duke can find a way, Tate, it's amazing. It'll be an amazing like that. That is hilarious. That is objectively hilarious. That Duke had a guy opt out, and then they they have gone undefeated ever since. That Kentucky Kentucky fans are now tweeting out like, if the tournament ended, or if the the SEC tournament started today, here's our draw, and everyone's like, oh my god, we have a chance. I and, saw a Kentucky fan tweet out the strength of schedule of Kentucky, which yeah. John Calipari two months ago was basically saying, I have ruined. You know this season by having this schedule. Yeah. Now it's going to be something that they use to make you know. A I push spent for the yeah. Committee. So I guess my so. point is like I cheer against these two teams a lot, uh, not because I hate them, but because uh, it's good content when they lose. Now it is flipped. It's the opposite. It's the opposite. Yep. I'm cheering yep. for them. I want Kentucky and Duke to win every game and and, and make the tournament until mm-hmm. the tournament, and then and then I want them to lose again because then it's funny again. <laughs> Do you see how it works? It's, it's a song and dance here. Um, yeah, the Blue Bloods might be back. That's that's exciting. I'm I, happy for you. I, I felt really good on Saturday, and it's not even about just North Carolina. It was one of those times where, you know, you see— You were cheering for Duke? I, I had I actually texted my family. They were really upset. Duke about Virginia. This. That, that's a, I, you that's know, a tough I, spot to I, be in. I you know, I was close. I texted my family, I said, I think, I think I'm gonna have to pull for Duke today because <laughs> like why would I not? Virginia, they get on my nerves. My entire family turned on me. Um they they were like, Virginia's been nothing but nice to you. We love Tony <laughs> Bennett. How dare you say such it was basically like I I would like said something sacrilegious, you know, and uh it was really it was both concerning because I felt very far removed from my family who lives in North Carolina, but it also was a nice re-assertion of my hate for Duke. You know, yeah. I was like, what am I doing over yeah, here? Yeah, like, yeah. like, you know, I did like snap myself back into reality, but it is, it is cool to see Coach K like have this moment where a five-star one-and-done kid, like he could just, you know, act like he was the problem. You know, like yeah, Coach, yeah. Coach K yeah. could like use this as, he could do a Tom Izzo. Right. He could have manufactured diversity and then make the tournament and say, I told you so. Yeah. Like he could literally say that to us. Yeah. And that did not seem possible. And that's why it's so fun. I'm rooting for it. It'd, yeah. be, it'd be amazing. Um, all right, we're going to take a break, come back and talk about Chris Mack and uh, some Oh other my stuff. God. Quick break to get a word from our sponsor, Good Life. Good Life makes high-quality essentials for modern living and believes the quality and fit of their T-shirts is unmatched. Providing a fresh twist on some of Style's greatest hits, all of their core products have been made in California at the same L.A. factory since they were founded six years ago. Their core fabrics are uniquely designed to provide the perfect T-shirt for everyone. Try the Tri-Blend for a workout-friendly tee or the Slub Cotton for a slightly heavier feel. All are made to help you look and feel your best. Good Life America's premium t-shirt. Go to goodlifeclothing.com to take 20% off your entire order with promo code Titus at checkout. Again, that's goodlifeclothing.com slash Titus at checkout. Back to Titus and Tate. 
We spent a lot of time uh, before the break talking about the Blue Blood State, but uh, we do have to do the Cows Guys segment and, and devote a little time to Kentucky specifically. Uh, they, As you said, they beat Tennessee and Knoxville. Smoked Tennessee and Knoxville. Smoked them. They, the football team won in Knoxville, too. This yeah, year, I, I think, think so, yeah. This is like the first time that's happened in a long time where they okay. both won in Knoxville. Yeah. It was one of those situations. You've been listening to KSR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my KSR trivia. Uh, so... This is this is where we've arrived with Kentucky basketball. They they still have to win the SEC tournament. Yes, that's their only yes. path in. They could they could win out every single game and lose at the buzzer in, in or, seven overtime. Or the this SEC. straight the schedule argument that they're no, pushing. No, I don't to think the so. It, 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 the the <laughs> SEC title game could go to eight overtimes and they lose at the buzzer. Yeah, and they've won every game between now and then, and they're still not in the NCAA tournament. I don't think. I think I think they're in. I think they're in. I think if that happens, they're in. No doubt. <laughs> Look at that straight to schedule. <laughs> All right. Well, for for argument's sake, let's say they have to win the SEC tournament. Yes. Uh, so all eyes have turned to the SEC tournament. Um, and and here's here's why this is interesting because uh, Matt Jones, who's our Kentucky guru, and yep. it should be everybody's Kentucky guru, obviously. Uh, he he made he he put out the 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 tournament. I, I saw that he tweeted out this picture of um, what the SEC tournament bracket would look like if the SEC tournament started today, based on today's mm-hmm. standings. Uh, in the first round, Kentucky would be playing Georgia Tate, a team that that they played one time. They lost on a on a last second baseline out of bounds play. Georgia lays it up at the buzzers at Georgia. Um, They've always struggled at Georgia for whatever reason. Yeah, always. So, you know, uh, wh- whatever they lost, but uh, it, it, that's a W. That's a W. Yes, they're going to win that. That's game. a that's a hundred percent. That's, that's going to be a W. Yeah. Uh, then in round two, LSU would have the bye. So if Kentucky can get past them, they, they would then play LSU. That's a tough matchup. They absolutely smoked the last time they played them. I think it might have been the only time they played them. And the one, mm-hmm. the one time, because LSU plays no defense and Kentucky does. And they just, they're also very similar teams at the end of the day. They're very similar yeah. teams, and Kentucky's just like more athletic, but LSU's more talented, like in turn, more skilled. More skilled, yeah. But. I, that's, I, that's a favorable matchup for Kentucky. They, they smoked them. They will probably win they, that game. They smoked yep, them already yep, this yep, year. Yep. Uh, and then after that, they would either play Arkansas, who uh, they, they, they lost on two free throws with like four seconds left when they played them this year, or they would play Missouri, who they lost by five at Mizzou earlier this year. Both teams that they were close, they were in the hunt. And like, I was going to say, I mean, the, talk about a great draw to play teams that you already lost to on basically technicalities. Mm-hmm. And those are, I mean, so basically mm-hmm. you're 50-50 draw and you're going to get the benefit of the doubt. And then that would get them into the SEC title game where anything can happen. Where they're probably playing, I mean, who Alabama. That's yeah, probably, I guess. I mean, if Florida or Tennessee yeah, can yeah. pull an upset. Than maybe one of those, but uh, yeah, and Alabama will beat the. Shit I mean, out. But, I was gonna say <laughs> Nate Oates being able to kind of send that message. Like, d- you, think about you Kentucky see how fans. the wheels are oh. turning for Kentucky fans because they're seeing that draw and they're like, "There's a chance." So I just wanted to point that out to everybody. Matt Jones put it out to the world. He he said, "I we're gonna win the tournament." Yeah. I mean, you have to feel that way. Yeah. You're, you're you're puncher's chance, right? You're, you're might as well just yeah. might as well start swinging. <laughs> It's round 10. Just come out swinging, yeah, man. What's yeah. the worst that could happen? Uh, but let's talk about what we really want to talk about, Cows guys, which is this video Chris Mack. Uh, for those who don't know, um, who, who was the guy? Eric Wood was Eric the guy's Wood, name? Eric Wood, yeah. Former Louisville football player. Yep. Um, puts out this video. Uh, he didn't put it out. It leaked. It leaked. Someone, someone got their hands it on the video. It was from December 26, right? That, that it was, was after yes. after Louisville had, had beaten Kentucky. Uh, Chris Mack's first win, I believe, over John Calipari, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. His, fir- his yes. first win. Um, Eric Wood is. I think it was the first time Louisville's ever beaten Kentucky. I have to fact check that. <laughs> the way they were acting, it seemed that way. Uh, they they're they're going nuts, and he's he's yelling at the camera, saying Kenny Payne, who was John Calipari's longtime assistant, is now an assistant for the Knicks. Um, 
without him, John Calipari's nothing. Like I'm paraphrasing. Kenny, but Kenny it's Payne like, loved this video, yeah, by the way. But that was the this story: is, is that this video was made for Kenny Payne. Was that Eric Wood is friends with Kenny Payne? He made this for Kenny Payne. He sent it to Kenny Payne. Uh, it was all supposed to be just a joke amongst friends. But I, I think if it was just that, that was fine. If it was just Eric Wood yelling and and talking smack and Chris Mack is just kind of there. Chris Mack was not just kind of there, Tate. Chris Mack no. was yelling, uh, he, he was just basically yelling, yeah, and what in the background, pointing at the camera. Had very sorority girl vibes to it, like, yep. you know, Rush Week. A little stone cold with the what, He like Eric Wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like flavor <laughs> fit, flavor. Yeah, it's just, it was, a, it was a mess. John Perry, what? Is Owen one? What? Without Kenny Payne? What? <laughs> they're doing, they kind of wrestling promo. As we saw yes. this, this summer when, uh, when the game was, when they were trying to force Majeure mm-hmm. one another. When they did the video God, in the office, yeah. This rivalry on, via Twitter video is so much better than the rivalry on the court. Not yes. Even, not even yes. close. Yes, Um, So that happened. Uh, the, the 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 video was leaked. Speaking of KSR, I think Drew Franklin at KSR was the was the guy who tweeted it out at first. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm curious about the timing here because it happened as Kentucky beats Tennessee. Louisville loses by 45 to North Carolina. This video has existed since, when did you say, December? December, December 26, apparently. So for two months, yeah. somebody was sitting on it. He tweeted, hmm. Drew Franklin, February 20, 20, you know, like basically, welcome to the rivalry at Crick. At, and he added, and he added him. him. That was the, that was the <laughs> one. That was the reason why. Go, yeah, go, go dig up this video. Just search, like, Chris Back video, I guess. I don't know. You'd you find it. But uh, go, go, go watch it. It's unbelievable. And this is coming off a 45-point blowout. So yeah. they get the Louisville's coming off a COVID pause. They're, they're, Chris Mack had, you know, had to deal with, you know, quarantining himself. Mm-hmm. So they come into Chapel Hill. They they are, you know, had a couple. Nickelberry, I think, was out of this game. So they had a couple guys that they were waiting on. Carlick Jones did play in this game for the people at home that were wondering, you know, was this a Brad Davison, Wisconsin blowout, mm-hmm. an aberration? He did play in this game. He was the only guy in double digits for Louisville. But they were completely just out of sorts. I mean, they did not seem like they were together. So then you have the basketball issues, and then you compound that with these PR issues, and then it leads to Chris Mack calling Calipari on Sunday yeah. and and having to apologize to him, and Calipari then going on his radio show Monday and basically saying, you know, look, I don't care. And, uh, you know, I appreciated him calling it, calling me, do but you, he didn't need to. Do you think this is the first time John Calipari saw this video was when it was Put on Twitter.com. I think that John Calipari had seen the video. I think he knew the video had existed. And I think that he probably had laughed at. I think if you're John Calipari, you don't want to deal with Chris Mack, right? Like, let's just be quite honest. There, there are not recruits that you are dealing with with Louisville. There is no upside for you to engage in this. <laughs> Literally zero. So it's like all of this for Cal is a headache. Yeah. So like even if he did have the video and had seen it, like for Cal, why do why even put this out and right. make this a thing? It, right. If only to embarrass the other party. That's right. the only reason to do it, and that's why the KSRs of the world. That's why are, he ultimately did it. That's why. No, I, I mean, like, but, but, but how did how did the KSR guys get their hands on this though? We should we should do some invent. That's the mystery. I mean, right if there. you're Kenny Payne. Yeah. I mean, if I'm Kenny Payne and this video gets sent to me, I'm sending well, it I'm sending to everyone at Kentucky. Everybody. Kentucky. <laughs> everybody. Yeah. Like I just got the easiest recruiting so, tool all of all time. In all seriousness, how how bad of a look is this for Chris Mack? Because I I think I think it's I don't it's, I, I don't think I I think it was in good fun. Obviously, yes, like he's yes. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna make some assumptions here. He he was a little he had a little bit to drink. He he, he yes. was feeling good. Like in the, it's a private video. We should say also it like was a the, private yes. video. Um, it's not like Snapchat my, or something. My frustration, I guess, with Chris Mack apologizing to John Calipari is that. 
I wish he just would have been like, listen, man, I was I was at this like party, which by the way, I guess he had to answer for some COVID. Yes, like, the fact that he was at a yeah, massless exactly. and whatever. But uh, so th- th- that part of it aside, the, the all, I, I wish you just would have been like, listen, I was at this I was at this thing. I I was celebrating a huge win over Kentucky. Uh, we, we do not beat Kentucky often. It's it's a big deal in at the University of Louisville to beat Kentucky. Um, I I had a little too much to drink. My buddy is cutting a wrestling promo. Yes. And uh, I was just walking by at the time, and I was standing there, and I got pretty excited, and I kind of heard half of what he was saying, and he just kind of talked about how we won, and I thought that's all he was saying, and my bad. Tap my chest, raise my hand, I'm sorry. But instead, he's like, I didn't, it, it wasn't supposed, it was misconstrued. Like, the, the way he was kind of apologizing was like, we didn't mean it to be like a slight on Cat. <laughs> yeah, like, we, exactly he, said, he said we weren't taking a shot at Cat. Yeah, we it was a, a joke shot. for Kenny jo- Payne, yeah. and it's like, it looks like you're taking. You're taking a shot, but it was like I don't know. It, yeah, you're you're making it worse. Just all you have to do is be like, listen, man, I had too much to drink. We were having fun. He he said some shit. I was there, and I I kind of you know I was in the moment. Whoops. <laughs> the context Who cares? the context makes it less embarrassing. But if you just watch, like I, all I did was just see the video, and when I saw the video, I said to myself, if you're a Kentucky fan, this is five stars. Yeah, you know, this is you watch this and you say everything that I've ever thought about Louisville is validated by this video. Mm-hmm. You know. Like th- these, this is little brother. Mm-hmm. Great to see him, mm-hmm. right? Like, th- th- like, <laughs> right. like that. That is everything. That, that's why if I was Kenny Payne, that's why you send that video out because you're like, very all, much. all my guys, you need to see this. Like, you need to understand that we're good. And that's the only thing that I would say why it's embarrassing. I mean, it, it's it's it is what it is. It's out. Chris Mack's gonna be fine. You and I both have always liked Chris Mack, and I think Chris Mack is weird in the sense where he gets viewed as like this kind of quirky, really nice coach from the outside and he comes from the skip Prosser world of coaches, you know, there's like, but he's also kind of a smart ass and he's kind of, you know, you know, like, like his his perception is not always one-to-one. Like he and JP McCurry got along really well, you know, like like there's reasons for that. Yeah. And so I think there's a little bit of that too, where there's some people that may be a little bit shocked or, you know, they may not have expected it's, this. It's like we were talking about earlier with Archie, where you're not at a level, you can, you can maybe get away with that as Xavier. You're, there, there's, you're at, it's elevated. It, it's, it's, yeah, we're national champions. You. Yeah, yep. you, you win national championships. You, 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 I don't know. And, and he's taken the Xavier mindset to Louisville, which is good in a lot of ways because it's like, you know, that's what makes we're you successful. Fun. Yep. Let's have fun. Let's, but also, there's probably a lesson to be learned in that. And it's and, also, I mean, yeah. it, it's, if Michael Corleone, was you know running the family and then now like you know fredo's running the like you know what i mean (laughs) like just as far as like behavior you know like if you're having fun and like you know jumping around and then you go from like literally the guy like rick patino is the guy yeah he is the like that is who you look to to say like that is our college basketball Mm -hmm. coach right that is the only thing that I would say why it's yeah. a little bit embarrassing, right? And not to say that Rick Pitino did not do embarrassing things, but they were in the godfather ilk of embarrassment. This is more of a, like, you know, middle school embarrassment. The, the so sentiment it's just behind it, I don't mind. I really don't mind, even even if it is just friendly, I don't mind trash talking between the coaches. Like even, No, of course. You know, like, it, it was just kind of how was, it, I wish it was. Yeah. I wish it was more... Godfather s instead of yeah. like you know like when they were when they were doing the when when Chris Mack and and Cal were having the beef about the schedule that was fun that was, that was fun yeah no harm yeah. it was it was great it was good for the rivalry Cal doesn't great. want this but Cal does not want it but that's he why he does not I, want this I hope Chris Mack doesn't let his foot off the gas just don't do it this way just don't be a little slosh behind your friend and just yelling yeah as you're pointing to the like that's I don't know 
Because he won one game? I don't know. He did say, I Chris Mack, this is the last thing he said. He said, you know, I think he understood the context, talking about Cal. Yeah. Anytime I've ever dealt with Coach Calipari, he's been great. He offered a few words of advice, which I'll just keep between he and I. <laughs> yeah, but I was appreciative <laughs> of his response. And I think, like, yeah. I, 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 Cal, Cal looks great in this situation. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? He like he, he's playing the bigger man here. And like, that is, that's what I mean by a Kentucky fan. You see this video, you feel really good. Yeah. And if you're a Louisville fan, Kentucky, yeah. you almost just kind of say, I love you, coach Mac. You're great. We have tighten a lot up. of fun. Let's tighten up. Tighten yeah, up. yeah. Like, especially, especially with these guys, mm-hmm. like, cause we're already a little bit of a little brother here. And like mm-hmm. you doing this makes us look worse. Mm-hmm. And like Rick Pitino did not make mm-hmm. us look worse. In fact, he made it look like he knew all their secrets. Mm-hmm. And he came to us, you know what I mean? Like, so we went from a position of power to this. So that's all it is. Um, all right, yeah, that, that's 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 enough about that. We don't need to. Uh, what 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 else we have? Oh, Tony guy. That's, oh. what, that's what I said. That's what I'd written. I was sorry. Yeah. I got confused. I was looking at my notes trying to figure out what the hell else we had to talk about. We we already kind of hit the Virginia loss to Duke. Um, I, I guess like one is Duke back. I think the answer is pretty clearly yes. Mm. Jalen Johnson's gone. This is this has now become a story. This Did you see it. them slap the floor? Did you see that? <laughs> I love it. I love it so. Yeah. I hope Duke goes full. I hope they go full Duke. I hope they, they, oh, they like are. old school Duke. Yeah, yeah no, th- it, it's th- great. It's great. This team, the team that they have currently, is more like a Duke team than they've had in yeah, quite some time. It's amazing. Like Matthew Hurt being their number one offensive option. Breakfield, you know, like he is a perfect Duke basketball player. Um, How undefeated are they? <laughs> they haven't lost without Jalen Johnson. They're very undefeated. You're very, saying very. Very. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm just so, yeah, just Kay Clark uh, comes up. Did he, he got blocked, right? Yeah, I think so. Mm, uh, we're we're watching the final shot yeah. here. Jay Jay Huff <laughs> catches catches it after the buzzer. Um, so Duke may or may not be back. Uh, Jalen Johnson is opted out. Uh, where where were we going with this? Um, Tony guy. They, they beat Virginia. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the whole point. My point was, uh, Virginia's best win is now has remained. Uh, beating Clemson, they smoked mm-hmm. Clemson, but this yep. was a Clemson team that was just coming out of a COVID pause. Um, are we worried about Virginia? You're going to say yes. I assume you're going to say yes, but keep in mind, Virginia did beat North Carolina. Mm. So where do, where do we stand on Virginia as a uh, as a threat to to the rest of the country? Do you believe in the Virginia Cavaliers are, are a good basketball team? They did beat your team. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind. This mm-hmm. team that you're very excited about, the team that you took the ball from me and you said I'll take that. Forty five points. Ball. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, I believe in this Virginia team to a certain extent. I think that they are going to win the ACC. I think that they are going the to ACC be... tournament. No, they're going to win the ACC. They're going to win the ACC. Really? Yeah. They're going to beat Florida State. I think so. I mean, I, I, in my heart of hearts, I just always like this year. I'm just like I'm riding Virginia to win the regular season, and then from there, I don't like them in March, but it's okay. You know, I'm I'm not going to I would say Virginia has impressed me with the younger guys and the fact that they have more the fact that Jay Huff is who he is this year is unbelievable. Yeah. So, I think Virginia if anything they have over impressed and they have done more than they were ever expected to be in my mind. So, you know, it's one of those things where I'm not really hung up on the fact that like Virginia are they a fraud? I don't think they're a fraud. I think that they're overachieving. I think um, they're I, I the problem with Virginia is it's always uh they're either fraud or they're one of the best <laughs> teams in the country. Yes. There's never an in between. Yes. And sometimes I think that they sometimes are, are just a, a B plus team. Yeah, yes. sometimes they are not are okay. They are not even yeah. close to the twenty nine. If they played right. the twenty nineteen version, I think they would lose by twenty points. Mm. If that gives you an idea of how mm-hmm. good I think they are. Okay, and that has nothing to do with 
you know, that that says more about 2019 than this team. I think this team is an, a solid team. Okay. Solid team. All right, I'll take that. That seems fair. Yeah, I, I just uh, I'm I'm getting to my worry about Virginia slightly, but uh, but you know, I is, I say don't worry. Don't um, let Duke do this to you. What else is there? Oh, Texas blew a 19-point second half lead. We should bring that up. Uh, Texas might be done. You want to talk about teams to be worried about. I am very worried about Texas. I am very, very worried about Texas, especially the way they blew mm. it. Like, there's no good way to blow a 19-point second half lead, but to have your teammates fighting with each other, credit to Fran Fraschilla, who caught this right away. Um, Courtney Ramey and Andrew Jones, not only did he like catch the fight, like he saw, it wasn't really a fight, but it was, they were jawing. Like, Courtney mm-hmm. Ramey had to be held back. It wasn't yep. just like, Snipping back and forth, and then let bygones be by. Like Cordy Ramey wanted more of them, um, but it wasn't. Fran didn't just see it. He he pointed out. He's like, that was a little word because th- these things happen on basketball teams a lot yeah, of times. Yeah. Sometimes it's like uh, uh, you come together, and you play better. You, you have guys like yelling at each other, trying to hold each other accountable. Um, I guess Ramey was upset that Andrew Jones didn't rotate on defense or something. I forget the play that happened, but uh, it was something about effort or, or defensive uh, uh, communication or something. And uh, it became a big blow up. And sometimes, like I said, like th- these these things work. Uh, but but Fran right away was like that felt different. That yeah, one yeah. felt different. Yeah. And to his credit, he ended up being right because Texas just completely imploded. Um, they have not been playing well recently, as is. Greg Brown was a no show. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Are we worried about Texas? We we could we, not have been higher on any college basketball team than we were. We we were we were sniffing the Maui bump, dude. We were we were taking the Maui bump. We had too many Maui bumps. <laughs> we were in the and, bathroom snorting the Maui bump. And and it was not good because we kept looking around and we we're like, this is the team. They have all the pieces. They got Kai Jones. They got Greg Brown. They got these young athletes. Then yeah. they have the guards. They have Ramey. Mm-hmm. You know, they have Jones. They have Coleman. And you know that moment in time felt like the final straw, right, for this season because. As Texas tried to get back, you know, they tried to catch up to the season. They tried to get Shaka Smart healthy. They tried to, you know, to make sure that they stayed in the in Andy Katz's tears as the weeks went on as they tried to fight over the COVID situation. They're not the same team. And in this game, it almost was like a microcosm of the entire season where everything, like, we're up. Everything is great. Yeah. We're doing great. Yeah. Look how great we are. Yeah. Like this is this is our final four run. This is Shaka's signature year at Texas. And then, you know, that that rotation happens. It seems like a, a small minor thing turns into a huge thing. We have a fight on the bench. Courtney Ramey and Matt Coleman are crazy in a good way that you and I both I like. I thought it was a good way. Yeah, but like they're, might- they're they're basketball like very, very fixated and very almost, you know, like they're just live. And uh they're live wired guys. And that moment happening, and then the fact that, okay, so we blow the lead, we get down to the end of the game, and then we have a, a, a Jack, you know, we go up, Sims goes up for the tip. It could have been a foul, it's a bang bang play, but they're not going to get that call, you know, no. like that, there's just no, it's just not going to happen. You're not going to get the call. They, they wanted the great, Shaka goes crazy, you know, pointing to Greg Brown who got thrown to the ground there. He's pointing at Sims, like, but him, him losing it, right? Like that final scene. Right. It just kind of it, it said to me like this is the season, right? This is it's just turmoil. And yeah. we had it all together. Like everything was buttoned up. Like mm-hmm. we were good. We're up by 18. This is it. We're going to do this. We got all the pieces. Let's wrap this thing up. And it just it was just a, a complete snowball. And the fact that Shaka left that game and was so upset and so distraught and was trying to argue with any ref that would listen to him about this final yeah. play. It just felt very like I'm just trying to grasp for something that's no longer there. Right. And and that to me 
is what hurts because this team did have so much potential and it is a very weird year and COVID obviously is going, we knew that it would change. Yeah, we're not, we're not saying that the, there aren't legitimate reasons as to how yes. they got to this point. It it's just, just, we're at the point. Exactly. Now, and that sucks and, because, and this is a team that like without all these things, who knows how great they could have been. Yeah. And that's why watching it happen. That's why that one game, if you haven't watched Texas play all year, like that one game can show you their season. Yeah. And that's, that's frustrating. That's pretty much, that's, that's become the microcosm of their season. Is and like Andrew how, Jones how is talented like, they are, yeah. but also, it just yeah, it's unraveling, and they kind of can't do anything about it. And the, the they want they, to they teeter on the line of like when we saw them in Asheville. Part of what makes them so good and why I was so impressed with them was their chemistry. Like those guards, mm. they 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 they've been playing together forever. They're they're all upperclassmen. They um they, they were they were so good defensively. Texas's defense has been horrible. Yeah. lately it's been like they they were they were one of the best. Like I I came out of Asheville thinking this is going to be one of the best defensive teams in the country with how how tough they are, how long they like. Yeah. Greg Brown can yeah. guard anybody, um, theoretically. Uh, Jericho Sims a, a shot blocker. Like I I don't know. I I wanted to believe in Texas. We did believe in Texas. Mm. I no longer believe in Texas. It's not fun. It's, it's not fun because this was supposed to be Shaka's year. This was supposed to be the Maui bump ride uh, for the Texas Longhorns. And I hope that they can get it back. I would love to see Greg Brown maybe come back next year. I know that's probably there's no chance that that happens, but that I wish I could see this team, I guess. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I want them all to come yeah. back. I want yeah. everybody to come back. Brad Davidson Every, is the only Shawnee, one that Shawnee is raising Brown, his hand and saying, send me back. Shawnee Brown, you don't need to come back. Get the hell out of here. You, you go. Isaiah Livers... Be gone. Everyone else, come back and let's run the season. If I'm an NBA team, I'm bringing in Shawnee Brown. You know how like they have the guy shoot 100 threes and they put out he made 93 out of 100. Like I could see that. I swear to God, that guy. I mean, Mm. he he he, wake the nation. Uh, all right. What what else is there? Shout out. We just want to get to shout outs. Yeah, let's do it. I I guess we can. Yeah, just jump to shout outs. Close. I'll I'll just I'll I'll start with my first shout out, which is uh the UConn Huskies. They they lost to Villanova. Villanova, Mm. uh, as we expected, took care of business against UConn. Um, we do not expect UConn to be a force to be reckoned with until March, but then yep. when March comes, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. And yep. the problem, I think, I just realized is that if they don't turn it on soon, they're they're not going to be able to play in March when it matters. Mm. And now I'm semi-worried because I didn't realize UConn was on the bubble as badly as they are. And I guess the point is, why is UConn on the bubble? It doesn't make any sense to me. I was looking at their resume. They have no bad losses. They they took Creighton to overtime in a game that they would have won if they were fans. So that should count as a that should mm-hmm. count as a win. That's a but W. Yeah. Move that to the win column. Yep. Uh they they they've only played Villanova once because the game at home that they were supposed to play Villanova has been postponed twice. I mm. feel like that's got to be like half a W. That you should get like some sort of credit for that. That you you, you don't even get like you know that that UConn hosting Villanova is going to be a W for mm-hmm. UConn. Mm-hmm. And they they've had that opportunity stolen from. They really have no bad losses. I don't understand it. Uh. This this is where uh, I've been seeing a lot of nerds in college basketball media talking about uh, how the eye test is stupid and we shouldn't <laughs> like what does the eye test even mean mm-hmm. and they know what it means you know exactly what it means it means Ohio State lost to Michigan but anybody who watched that game knows Ohio State is every bit <clears> as good <throat> as any as Michigan or as, you know they're they're a one seed they know that Ohio State's a one seed because you have eyeballs yeah I don't know what your stats were telling you in yep. terms of deficient defensive defensive uh, defensive <laughs> Defensive efficiency. Um, yikes. You built the fish. But, <laughs> but, but the eye test tells you that. Uh, I would like to apply the eye test to UConn Tate. Mm. I, my eyeballs tell me James Booknight belongs in the NCAA tournament. I don't care what anything else says. At some point, your heart, 
Your heart and yep. your eyeballs yep. matter more Book than it. your algorithms. Yeah. They have to. Yeah. And UConn, point, point the bad losses to me. I guess, did, did they lose a Providence? I think they might have lost to Providence. Who cares? Providence That's not is, a bad loss. It's not a bad loss. They don't yeah. have a bad loss. They didn't lose to DePaul. They're not losing by 20 to DePaul. Put them in the tournament. I don't yeah. understand. Yeah. I'm really worried. I'm worried that they're going to turn it on too late and... Uh, I don't know. But that might be better. Maybe they're going to the Big East tournament. I was going to say. They have to win yeah. the Big East tournament. That's where we get the Kimba experience. This is the book night Kimba candidate run. I like that. And uh, we should also point out, we did picks this weekend. Uh, you and I were asked, mm-hmm. tasked to make picks. We both went 2-1, and one, which is... Uh, oh, did we? Yeah. So wow. there you go. But uh, Texas for me blew it. I had Texas and then Ohio State for you. So <laughs> did, did they blow it? They is blew that true? It. They blew it. You hate to see it. Yeah, uh, I, was, I was expecting our producers to roll. Yeah, the, like, throw the, show the pass again. Throw the pass. Oh my god! Uh, uh, shout yeah. out! Uh, shout out to the Koozie Award finalists: uh, Jared Butler, Jalen Suggs, I had to assume, Kate Cunningham, Colin Gillespie. Um, that's a hell of a lineup. That's that's, that's that's why I wanted to shout him out because as I read that whole list, I'm like, man, every single one of those guys, you do not want to face in March, literally. The, also, that's a that's a that could be a starting five in the like NBA. Put, yes, that, that, that's the Houston Rockets from last year. <laughs> no put centers Cade at the center. <laughs> yeah. Put Io at the four. <laughs> Who else is on it? Cade, Io, Gillespie, Suggs, and Butler. Who's running? Who's running point? If those are the five, mm, Suggs. Suggs is probably running point. And then Gillespie's like the off ball. Like he brings it up sometimes. And then Cade's definitely the but, five. Butler's the three. Yeah, Cade's the five. Cade's Magic I Johnson the, in 1980 yes. in the finals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's got to play center. <laughs> I think I think I think Suggs is Suggs is Suggs or Gillespie. Maybe Gillespie. Maybe I'm letting Gillespie run point and just yeah. letting all the other guys cut around him and just have him distribute the ball to them. Yeah, and just say shoot when you're open, Colin. Mm. That's it. Mm. Otherwise, yeah, that's a good team. It's a fun team. Team. I would watch that. Yeah. Uh, I want to shout out Luca Garza, who's going to win the National Player of the Year. I'm sorry, Illinois fans, but that's mm. how it's going to end up happening. Just spoiler alert. He's going to win. Yep. I'm sorry, but it's going to happen. Uh, he is the Iowa all-time leading scorer now, Tate. Roy past, Marble. Yeah, yeah, Roy Marble. Past Roy Marble. Um, he, he has scored more points than any Iowa Hawkeye. And as we know, in these times of COVID, this season does not even count. So he could come back next year. You want to talk about guys coming back and just burying the Big Ten record book. Oh, my goodness. Shattering every record. That's <laughs> there would be some really upset Illinois fans <laughs> if he came back. That's for sure. So shout out Luca Garza. Uh, it, it, uh, he, he's got to win that. He's going to win National Player of the Year. And Iowa's going to win Big Ten Player of the Year. And I, don't, I, don't, yeah. I, I think that's a fair compromise. Yeah. I think everybody should be happy with that. Iowa has Michigan and Ohio State back to back coming up this week. So Luca Garza's National Player of the Year. I think a lot of people want him Heisman to have. Moment. Yeah, they want the signature win. Mm-hmm. They want the signature moment where they say that's where he wanted. He has two opportunities to do that on a big stage. So I uh, I am expecting him to do so. I will be watching. There you what, go. What else is there? Uh, shout out Josh Pastner who says eleven teams from the ACC should make it to the NCAA tournament. I love that he just recycled that from twenty seventeen. He's yeah. like, say, he's like, where are my notes? Uh, yep, 11, eleven teams. Eleven yeah. teams should make it. Uh, I looked it up today. There are not even eleven teams with winning records in the ACC right but now. But they but they should be in as it stands. Because yes. I think Pittsburgh was it Pitt that's five hundred right now. Um, yeah, they, yeah. I, I, think I so. pulled up the ACC standings, and there, there literally are only ten teams of winning records. And he says that eleven should be in the NCAA tournament. That's our so, coach. Uh, God, content machine, this guy. He really Josh is Pastner. unbelievable. Um, I want to shout out my my high school, Brownsburg High School, uh, mm. who who uh, is you know I I I talk about the dogs a lot on the show. Um, the sponsored the, by Jordan, right? We are sponsored by yeah, Jordan. There you yeah. Go. Uh, the the Brownsburg High School girls basketball team will be playing in the state finals. 
on Saturday, the Indiana State Finals in in forty nine states, just basketball as we mm. know state. So this is this is this really counts as like two or three state titles. Um, they're they're on a miracle run right now. Uh, Ali Becky is our is our star player. She had thirty one points, nine nine rebounds uh, against Franklin. That's such a good they, name. They, they 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 she play the the team plays lockdown defense. So I, I to to all the uh, the all the girls back home. I see you. Mm-hmm. Go get it done. Take state, as we say in Indiana. You don't win state. You take state. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, shout out one to one and no, ladies. One and no. One and no. One game to go. We're playing <laughs> Crown Point. You, you'll like this. We're playing the Crown Point Bulldogs. Bulldogs versus Bulldogs. Oh. So uh, there you go. Remember that year that we picked our bracket and we just it's put wild, Bulldogs? Or, no, it was Wildcats. Wildcats. Yeah. We just kept it. Uh, Kansas State, Kentucky, yeah, that Arizona. Was, that that made people very mad. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Uh, anything else? <laughs> Oh, that's pretty much all I got. Uh, I want to shout out again, Sean Miller, 300 wins, uh, Pac-12, um, and Arizona, the third Arizona coach to do that. We joked about it at the end of our last episode last week, but he finally did it this weekend. So, yeah. Sean Miller, um, I don't know how many. You're, Sean. I don't know how many you're going to take with you when you leave, but uh, 300 for now, and that's all we can ask for. Oh, speaking of the people back home, I want to shout out uh, the people back home. Because mm. uh, this is the two-year anniversary of me moving to LA, so I don't wow. know if that matters or not. But Shout I, 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 I was—I had that pointed out to me uh, this morning, and I was like, "Oh wow!" And then I tried to get sentimental; wow. it didn't really work. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't really feel anything. I can't believe it was like, two years. Yeah, I've lived out here for two years now. So uh, I look in the mirror and I don't recognize myself, and then Same. I realize it's like, yeah, it's definitely been a long time. Oh, I mean, I see—I <laughs> I saw a video of us last year, you know, doing shows at Fox, and it looks like two different people. But you know. <laughs> Look, it's a pandemic. It ages all Father of us. Time's yeah, <laughs> except for if it's LeBron or Tom Brady. I'm like, how how do these guys do it? Uh, congratulations <laughs> to your February national champion, Michigan Wolverines. Hang the banner, yes. Juwan Howard, yes. coach of the year. Hunter uh, Dickinson, national oh, player. Oh <laughs> yes, play it again. <laughs> yes. I want to see this in my nightmares. <laughs> Isaiah Livers, you son of a bitch. I deserve you, it. I texted. I'll say this. You think I, at LeBron's house, like, this is what they do with the curry behind the back pass? He's, like, sitting at home. They're like, play it. Just throw it up there. I was uh, <laughs> I was talking to Duncan uh, as the game was going on because he was like, he's like, dude, this game, because he, he goes, I didn't realize these teams were this good. Like, we're unbelievable. You guys are great. And I was like, yeah, man, it's awesome. Like, it's been it's been a fun year for both these teams, whatever. And I, te- I texted him at halftime, and I was like, mm. I think what's going to end up happening is Isaiah Livers is going to hit a buzzer beater because I, I deserve this. For all the, yes. all the shit I've talked yeah. about Isaiah Livers on Duncan's behalf mm. through the years, I said he's going to hit a buzzer beater and it's just going to be a dagger in my heart. If you're not watching, they're still, they're, they're still, still rolling they're still the rolling Justice Suing clip. It was not a buzzer beater, but it was effectively, this was the play that won them the game and of course it had to be Isaiah Livers. And God, I hate Eli Brooks too, by the way. Eli Brooks, if you're listening... He's a great shooter. I don't like him. I don't like any of them. I don't like any of them. Shawnee Brown and Eli Brooks. I do like. I like both those guys. Uh, we'll we'll meet again, Michigan. <laughs> this isn't over. This isn't over. Enjoy your win. We will meet again. Until then, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>